What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Giants Nation podcast. I'm your host, Justin Roman. Ocean. And guys, I hope you all are having a wonderful Sunday morning. And, uh, guys, um, we are literally hours away from the biggest and craziest Super Bowl matchup, you know, um, in all of sports. We're going to be having Jalen Hurts playing Patrick Mahomes. You know, um, this is also going to be the first ever matchup in Super Bowl history between two African-American quarterbacks. So uh, we are witnessing history. This is the first time two black quarterbacks face each other in the Super Bowl, which is crazy. But it's happening, and it's going to be a wild. This is going to be a wild matchup. You know, um, I expect a very interesting back-and-forth type game. And, you know, you know we're going to be witnessing some sad faces for one fan base and some happy faces for the other. So we're going to see what happens. But guys, let's not, I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about my uh, NFL draft uh, my uh, my NFL draft prospect for today for the New York Giants. Um uh, guys, um today uh, guys, I'm going back on the offensive side of the football and no, it's not wide receiver. It's not tight end. It's not offensive line. It's not it's, it has it has nothing to do with any of the of the positions on the offensive line. And no, it's not quarterback. And this is going to irk the hell out of Giants fans because as we sit here and we continue to talk about Saquon Barkley and his future in the NFL, uh, and you know, and obviously if he's going <clears> to <throat> stay with the Giants or not. I'm going back at the running back position. I'm sorry. You know, um, I'm just, I'm doing this just in case we lose Saquon Barkley, you know? <sighs> you know, um, I didn't want to have to do this, but I am, I'm doing it just for the sake of things and just to make sure that if we do lo- lose Saquon Barkley, I'm, you know, I'm giving out information about other running back prospects the Giants can look at. You know, um, I already talked about one, and now I'm going to the other. And uh, this one's very interesting. Um, this is a this is a guy out of Texas. Uh, he was he wasn't featured as a starting running back in college. He was featured as a backup, but I've heard a lot of good things about this kid. You know, um. I want to talk about <clears throat> Roshan Johnson running back out of Texas, you know, and here's why. You know, um, like a lot of people say nowadays, it's not hard to find a running back you now in today's game. You know, um, it's not hard, you know, you can, you know, look at, I, I, I know it's not hard to find another running back, you know what I mean? I mean, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of good running backs in the NFL. I mean, you have you look at guys like Nick Chubb, you look at guys like Christian McCaffrey, you look at guys like Derrick Henry. Like these are great running backs, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people would take those guys over Saquon Barkley, you know. But 
You know, I still look at it doesn't matter. You know, I still think Saquon Barkley when healthy. I still think he's a top four, top five running back in this league. You know, you know, um, and even though people don't like him talent wise, he's still a talented running back. You know, this guy came from he came he came out of one of the best colleges in in the NCAA in Penn State. You know, um, and you know, Penn State is not a bad that's not a bad college. You know, so I just feel like. You can, you know, like you can't get any better. Look at, I'm not trying. I'm not arguing that. I'm not arguing about any other. I'm not arguing about the struggle of finding another running back. You know, what I'm my, my argument is, what will the Giants offense look like as a whole without if Saquon doesn't appear with the Giants next season? You know, because we know Saquon Barkley is. You know, he leads this, you know, he's the, you know, he's the cowbell for this offense. He carries every uh, single piece of this offense with him, you know, and that's my argument. <clears throat> that's my argument. You know, that's why I'm coming up with these prospects just to make sure what we are going, what, you know, what what will the Giants offense look like if Saquon Barkley's not in that backfield and there's someone else? You know, so that's my argument. That's my argument. You know, uh, but I want to talk about this kid really quick. You know, um, I've heard a lot of good things about him. Um, so let's, uh, I just want to talk about him really quick and just uh, I'll let you guys, and just get, uh, get you guys into this football player, you know, um, so here we go, um, look it, <clears throat> first of all, look, the University of Texas had one of the best kinds of problems in 2022, not only did they have one of the best running backs in the country, I'm hearing, but they also have had, they also had starting caliber depth behind this guy, you know, um, there are so many there are so many offensive snaps in the game, and that made finding touches for uh, Roshan Johnson a struggle. You know, um, but <clears throat> you got to ask yourself, could could that make this kid one of the great hidden gems of the 2023 NFL Draft? And as it so happens, the Giants could be in need of a running back to add, you know, if they lose Saquon, you know? The Giants probably can't justify using a high pick on a running back, but this kid's lack of tape, to me, as a ball carrier, could make him a great value in the mid-rounds. You know, so, obviously the question would be, could Texas other running backs be an asset catch uh, Joe Shane's eye? You know, um, this kid, he's a, <clears throat> he's a pretty, he's a, he's kind of, he kind of he kind of reminds me of Derrick Henry, you know. He's six foot. He weigh is you know, he's six foot and a half inches tall. He weighs around two hundred twenty five pounds. You know, um, he's a pretty he's a pretty uh, big dude for a running back. You know, um, the one things I've witnessed on his tape that I love so much is his size. I love his acceleration. 
I love his speed. I love his play strength. I love he. I love his receiving ability. I love his blocking, and I also love his competitive toughness. I think the things he needs to work at is his uh, decisiveness, his cutback ability, and his balance and his recovery on balance. So I'm projecting an important and high volume role player in an, in a um, in an active running back rotation. You know. Um, so like I said before, <clears throat> this kid is a big, strong, fast, and versatile running back from the University of Texas. You know, um, this kid had, like I said, he has great size for the position at six, at six foot, two hundred twenty-five pounds. He played a wide variety of roles for the Longhorns, lining up as a runner out of, you know, out of the eye, shotgun, and pistol formations. He also aligned in the backfield of multiple running back uh, pony. 12 personnel packages as a Wildcat quarterback and was even split out as a wide receiver. You know, um, <clears throat> this kid is a powerful one-cut runner who has great burst through the line of scrimmage and the speed to pick up chunk yardage once he reaches the second level. He is also a very powerful runner who can be very difficult to bring, who can he can be very difficult to bring down once he is able to square his pads and run downhill. You know, on this kid shows solid vision and anticipation on downhill runs and is at his best in power running schemes. He was frequently used in passing situations, both as a pass protector and as a pass catcher. You know, um, this kid is a good receiving running back who does a good job of presenting a clear target for his quarterback, framing the pass and plucking it out of the air as a hands catcher. He has a solid, he has a, he has, I'm not going to say a great catch radius, but he has a solid catch radius and has flashed the ability to make very high difficult, uh, very high difficulty catches and you know, catches and ball out his quarterback when he makes inaccurate throws. You know, um, <clears throat> this kid, what you know, Johnson was a low-volume player for Texas with just 456 total touches, you know, and that's in rushing, receiving, and as a returner. Despite appearing in 47 games in his four years on campus, despite the low volume of touches, <clears throat> this kid frequently appeared in Texas, uh, in the Longhorns offense and played a relatively high number of snaps. In addition to his aforementioned role as a Wildcat quarterback, which involved distributing the ball in read option plays. You know, um, this kid was also frequently used as a blocker for his teammates and as a decoy on misdirection plays. You know, um, <clears throat> he is a capable blocker, both in pass protection and as a leader out of 21 personnel packages. You know, um, this kid is, you know, this kid is willing and uses his size well when dealing with bigger pass rushers. While he doesn't stonewall opposing defenders, he does a good job of losing slow. He does a good job of losing slowly enough to allow his quarterback time to survey the field. He's a, you know, he is aggressive when asked to lead, uh, to lead block and does a reasonable limitation of a fullback for his teammates. You know, um, 
This kid's uh, low volume as a runner may have contributed to one of his weaknesses on tape. You know, he was prone to indecision as a runner when his intentional running lane was taken away by the defense. In those instances, he, you know, he would turn his feet behind the line of scrimmage instead of committing to a cutback lane and picking up what he could. He is a patient runner behind the line of scrimmage, but doesn't consistently attack rushing lanes with the same aggression as he does defenders as a blocker. You know, he's all he's also he also has inconsistent contact balance balance while his size and power allows him to run through, you know, inc- you know, incidental contact without much issue. He struggles to recover when he stumbles. You know, um, this kid can attempt to continue to run, but he is often only able to pick up a couple yards once his stride is disrupted. You know, um, <clears throat> and I also forgot to mention, you know, um, he suffered, this kid also suffered a, uh, a broken hand in practice prior to the senior bowl. You know, um, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure NFL teams will likely want to do their due diligence on the injury particularly if he impacts his ability, you know, particularly if it impacts his ability to work out later in the draft process. So I gave this kid a 7.5, you know, an overall grade of 7.5. When I'm project, my projection for this guy, um, my, no, Johnson's projection to me, this kid projects as to me, when I project this kid, I'm projecting him as an important, as a very important running back in an active rotation. He has a well-rounded skill set to go with a great blend of size and speed. Size and speed, you know. He doesn't quite have the agility to be a truly. He doesn't have the. He doesn't quite have the agility to be truly scheme diverse, but. This kid could have starting upside in an offense that primarily uses downhill runs out of man uh, out of man gap or inside zone blocking schemes. As things stand now, you know this kid uh, should see the field early, in my opinion, as a third uh, as a third down running back. You know um, his ability as a pass catcher and, and a pass protector will be prized by a modern offense. Even if he doesn't have the agility normally associated with uh, third down backs. He also, you know, he also can offer upside for an offense that's willing to use two running backs in 21 personnel uh, packages or wildcat plays, as well as an option in the return game. You know, um, this kid's lack of contact balance and moments of indecision can make him frustrating as a runner. He is tripped. You know, he is tripped up a little too easily. Uh, He is tripped up a little, a little too easily around the line of scrimmage. And there are times when he can dance behind the line of scrimmage and give any defense time to rally to the ball. You know, it's possible that those can be improved with time and coaching, but they're definite weaknesses as a prospect, you know, um, you know, given the depth of Texas uh, running back, given the depth of the University of Texas's uh, running back room, it's understandable that uh, this kid didn't see a high volume of touches. You know, it's difficult to justify having a backup carry the ball when you have arguably the best runner 
in the country as your starter. You know, um, that could, that could, however, be a boon for whichever team selects Johnson. You know, um, he has relatively little wear and tear on his body and his athletic, you know, skill set suggests significant upside if he's able to get into rhythm as a runner. You know, um, this, you know, uh, this kid's limited exposure as a ball carrier could also cause him to fall in the draft, but that could just make him a great value. So yeah, guys, that's my, uh, that's my NFL draft prospect for today. Roshan Johnson, running back out of Texas. Let me know how do you guys feel about this guy. You know, um, you know, uh, and we're gonna see how uh, <clears throat> we're gonna see how uh, we're gonna see uh, which teams are gonna look at him. And you know, I'm pretty sure you, I think, and like I said before, <coughs> I think anyone can make an 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 easy statement that uh, this kid won't. Get, I you can't see your running back get uh, taken off the board in the first round. You know, because when I look at when I look at all the teams, you know, from an offensive perspective, a lot of teams are not going to be looking at running backs. You know, most <clears throat> most mostly all of the teams going into this year's draft, you know, that need offensive help will be like wide receivers. They will need wide receivers. They will need offensive line help. They will need uh, quarterback help. You know, I think I can see this. I can see this guy getting drafted in the later in the later rounds. You know, which you know spells good. You know, which it makes sense when it comes to the Giants because the Giants had a good year. You know, and you know, and when you have good years, your draft number goes uh, it goes down. You know, it goes down in the draft. You know, I mean, maybe, you know, you never know. Maybe the, I don't know. But we're going to have to see what happens. Um, And yeah, guys, uh, that's all all I have for you today. Um, I'll keep you guys updated on the... uh, on the Daniel Jones, <clears throat> on the Daniel Jones and the uh, Saquon Barkley uh, situation, um, obviously <clears throat> a lot of Giants fans are uh, waiting and hoping that Saquon Barkley can stay because we, we all know Daniel Jones. He's coming back, you know. Joe Shane he made it clear that he wants Daniel Jones back in MetLife Stadium. So we're gonna see what happens with that. Um, the biggest, que- the biggest, uh, the biggest uh, question in the air is what's gonna happen with uh, Saquon Barkley, you know? So that question remains to be seen. Um, I'll give, I'll keep you guys updated, you know. But until then, I'm out. Peace.